0: In episode six of the She Is podcast, I talk a little bit around body image and in this first installment of the two-part series, I give you three strategies, three simple tips to help you begin to foster a more positive body image. Hi everyone, welcome back. Episode of the She Is Podcast. It has been a while since I have recorded you an episode, so it is really, really nice to be back here. I'm sat very comfortably. I'm not sure how how kind of professional it looks as I'm recording this on video, but I am very comfortable. I've got my lovely, this is my lovely homemade blanket from my sister-in-law which I've talked about before on a podcast but it's my little podcast comfort blanket and I sit in my chair and I've got my garden over here which I look out on and it's not looking particularly pretty at the moment but when spring comes I'm looking for some colour and some little birds but it's just my little spot my podcast spot and it's my little chair that I bought actually just as a bit of a statement of like this is my chair where I sit and podcast, I sit and record, I sit and journal in it, I sit and pray in it. It's my little chair and it's my place and my little safe space. So I get my blanket and my mic and I talk to you. Just me to you. And that's what I'm going to do today. And we are going to talk or I am going to talk to you about body image. And I'm not going to go in too deep because it is a super deep topic, but I'm going to give you a couple of pointers just on areas where you can maybe start to foster a more positive body image. Maybe a couple of things that you can begin to put in place to help yourself in this area. And I guess if you've followed me a while, if you've listened to the podcast, if you get my emails, if you follow me on social media, you will already know and have probably noticed in the last year or two that I have become a little bit more outspoken than I was about body image. And that's not a coincidence. I have taken steps over the last two years to really level up in this area as a coach and a practitioner in body image because I have come to realise just how much it is lacking and how much we need it, and how much we don't realise we need it. And I've invested a lot of time, finance, um, under mentorship and training courses, and yeah, coaching practice to to really improve in this area, because I felt like some of, a lot of the stuff that I've navigated personally, you will know that i struggled with body image quite a lot, and even though that rippled through into a lot of my coaching and you know I've definitely been on a journey with it with improvement there there was still more for me there was still more that I wanted to know there was stuff that I wanted to unlearn that I knew I needed to unlearn and replace with you know the latest evidence and people who were leading the way in terms of this research right and it has been eye opening my goodness and I realised in doing this training that actually there was still so much around body image that I didn't understand and when I know better, I'm going to do better and that's something that I've committed to for me, for other women. I feel like it's part of what I'm meant to do and again, when I look at my daughter, I'm going to do whatever I can to help and support her build a positive body image because let's face it, Girls need this. Young girls need this. And I don't want my daughter to have the same body image struggles that I had. And I feel like it is such a responsibility for us women to not be perfect because we're not going to be, but to begin to lead the way here. And I want my daughter to grow up looking after her body, you know, knowing how important exercise is, knowing how important it is to fuel her body. I want her to know how to take care of herself, but I also want her to know what a positive body image looks, feels like and how it can impact your life for the better. So... It is such a big topic and I could film numerous podcasts on different parts of it, but I do understand that it's probably something a lot of people have an idea of what it is, but don't actually understand really what it is and what do you even do to change it? Because as far as the health and fitness industry is concerned, if you don't like your body and you don't like what you see, do something about it. And often the do something about it is go to the gym, lose weight, change your body and there we go. It's not as simple as that all right because I have come to know and come to learn that you can do everything in terms of changing your body you can get leaner you can get stronger you can grow more muscle you can change all sorts you can have surgery you can change your hair you can you know you name it you can do so much to change your body and that is okay right we all have autonomy over our bodies and no one's here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do with it but that does not mean that when you change those things that you do not like about yourself or you want to improve that you're just going to magically instantly feel amazing in your body all of the time. Might you feel a little bit more confident or a little bit more comfortable in your own skin when you've made a change? Absolutely. That's pretty normal. But I would hedge a bet that you have also had times when you've maybe experienced that boosting confidence and it hasn't stuck around. And then potentially you've had days where you've looked in the mirror or you've gotten dressed or you've compared yourself to somebody and all of a sudden you're feeling pretty crap about yourself. There's also, you know, I guess a bit of a, a risk to that period of time after you've made a change because in the beginning stages you will probably feel really, really confident, right? Let's just say you've got leaner and that's something you've been working towards, and for a while you feel great, right, you're buying clothes in smaller sizes, you're turning up for yourself a little bit more, you're feeling more in control, you're probably getting more compliments, you're probably enjoying like the changes, and that's okay, but what about after that, right, when that period of time begins to shift, what if something begins to happen in life where you can't train as much, or you haven't got as much control over your nutrition, What if you become sick and you can't turn up at the gym like you were? If you have a broken bone or you're having surgery and your body's going to change a little bit. Maybe there's a season of pregnancy and your body completely changes. And all of these things, right, can impact how we feel, especially if we've changed our body and we've started to feel more confident in it because of those changes. It's pretty much impossible for us to maintain that exact same change forever we age, we grow older. As women, our bodies change throughout the month, like time of the month. I'm not going to keep it a secret. You all know the way my cycle impacts me. My body has changed quite a lot over the last couple of weeks in my head, right? Probably to other people, not so much. But how I feel in my own skin before my period not nice I don't like it I'm bloated I'm sore I get really bad acne flare-ups my mood dips there's so much that feeds into how I feel so we cannot always rely on getting to a point where we always feel the same about our body right that's not what a positive body image is it's not realistic but we can learn to support ourselves in a much better way through those times and I'm just going to give you a couple of little pointers right so that we're not making this episode too long because I could talk on tangents and go off in a million tangents about it but the first point that I want to give you right which is going to help you from today if you start to understand some of this stuff right the first thing is you are not always going to love your body and don't put that expectation on yourself. Of course, there's a big self-love movement out there and if that works for you, then that's amazing. But for me, I'm never going to tell any of my clients that you must just love your body. Even if you don't like it, you've got to love it. Just tell yourself in the mirror that you love it. That doesn't work because sometimes you're not going to love what you see. That's just part of being human, right? That doesn't mean that we can't accept that though. Because I think sometimes a lot of frustration comes because we don't love it all of the time. And we can think, I've made all of these changes and I've done this and I've done that and I'm still having a bad day about it. I'm still finding flaws to pick at. That's because we are human and you're not always gonna love everything that you like, everything about your body. We know a lot of that is to do with society as well and the expectations that are placed on women. You know, one minute this is fashionable, the next minute that's fashionable. Like, and we always, you know, want to keep up with trends, don't we? And and society dictates a lot of what is attractive and and what we should love and not love about our body. But for me, one of the biggest changes was actually just accepting that it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. You don't have to love every single part of your body. You don't have to. That's not what a positive body image is, which moves me on to my next point, right? So the first one is accept it. Accept it that sometimes you're not going to love everything about yourself, but when you build a a more positive body image, it's not going to affect you mentally. It's not going to affect you turning up as much as it might have done in the past. That leads me on to the second point. I'm keeping an eye on the time because it's almost school run time. We don't have to love it, but we can still appreciate it, right? And I'm going to go in here, <laughs> might lose some listeners, but there are parts of my body that I don't love about myself that actually I think, oh, kind of wish that was different, but it's not going to happen and I'm not going to take the steps to make it a possibility. Let's stop talking in riddles, right? So I've always been insecure about being flat chested, right? For all of my life. When I was a kid, oh, I got the mick taken out of me. Like, oh, I, yeah, if you know, you know, right? And especially, I guess, as I have gotten like older and more serious with my training over the years and I've developed times where I've been in much more of an athletic body, I've definitely felt like I've had great big muscly arms and no boobs whatsoever and I haven't always loved that about my body however I can appreciate some of the pros right I don't have to stand in the mirror or get dressed and think oh I just love my flat chest right because some people will get to that point I'm not there yet but I can appreciate how that serves me so I can sometimes go out of the house and not wear a bra it's great I can go for a run and it's not uncomfortable. Now, I coach clients who will tell me how painful running is when they have a larger chest, right? So there are pros and cons, guys, pros and cons. But let me move to a little bit more of a serious example, right? Because I think this one might resonate with more people. But I also have pretty big feet. Again, something that I had the mick taken out of me a lot about, oh, the school days, the school days. I've got big feet. I'm not going to tell you what size they are, because then if you've got the same size as me, it's not the nicest thing, is it? Um, but I've got big feet and it's noticeable in certain shoes. For a long time, I used to squeeze myself into shoes that were far too small for me. Don't do that anymore. I look after myself, support myself, which has come in on point three. But my feet, right, serve me pretty well. I can look at my feet and think, oh, I wish you were smaller. But I do appreciate, actually, what you do for me. You might not be, you know, the, the neatest, prettiest looking feet in the world. But that's okay. I don't need them to be. I can run pretty well. They support me in training. I do a whole load of steps most days. I have an able, functioning body. Like, I'm probably a good swimmer if I got in the pool that could be a good swimmer. But these this is the thing, right? We can still appreciate certain parts of our body without having to love them. And that might not be like the furthest you can go. Maybe you can go further with it and get to a point where you do love that part of your body. For me, that hasn't happened, but my feet don't really bother me that much anymore. My flat chest doesn't really bother me that much anymore. Do I love it? No, it doesn't bother me. I just crack on. And part of that has just been appreciating it and being like, do you know what? I'm not going to change this because that That's just what I choose. And each to their own on that. But I can come at these thoughts when I start to not like these parts of my body. I'm gonna switch my attention attention to appreciating them instead. And that means I'm not lying to myself. That means I'm not saying, oh my feet, I absolutely love the fact that you are big and I don't like you. Like and pretend to love my feet when I don't, but I can appreciate them. So I hope I haven't butchered that comment, but there you go, Um, or that point. And I'm just quickly going to run through one more. I did have five points, but we're going to run out of time, and I do want to keep these shorter. The third thing that I think is one of the most beneficial things that you can do to support your body image is to set yourself health and fitness goals that don't all revolve around how your body looks. Is it okay to have body composition goals? Yes, absolutely. Is it okay to focus on that? Yes, if that's what you choose to do. However, if you have, you know, some body image stuff going on, it can actually be a hindrance to then focus on physique goals. It can make you more focused on them. It can actually create more of a negative body image, right? And that has happened to me where I have focused on building a certain type of physique because I wanted to feel better about myself. All it did was highlight my brain to pay more attention to my body. So I actually felt even worse. Even if quote unquote on get my words out quote unquote on paper that you know I'd made physical changes, it didn't mean that I felt any better in my body. I felt worse because I was more focused on it. I was more obsessed with it. I was checking it more. I was looking at the data more. I was looking at photographs of myself even more. I was looking at myself in the mirror even more. So. All it did was made me more miserable because that's all I had to focus on. When my body image is in the healthiest place for me, I am not focused on that. I'm focused on how much stronger I'm getting in the gym. And this is not focused on how much muscle I'm building either, right? That's still on my body. Even if it's not about getting smaller, you know, there's a big trend at the moment. It's not about getting skinny. It's about getting strong. But for a lot of people, it's still physique focused, which is not helping them. And for me, setting performance-based goals is so healthy for me. So I'm going to look at, you know, my running and my distance with my running, my speed. I'm going to look at my lifts in the gym and, you know, hitting PBs and am I getting stronger? For me, in the facility that I train in, there's not a lot of mirrors, right? We're in a a gym, a part of the gym where we do a lot of wods and and metcons and workouts and circuits. In there, and there's no mirrors. You can't just look at yourself in the mirror when you're training, and that is so refreshing. It can be really, really helpful when you're struggling with body image. So I'm not saying that you need to ignore this stuff and and you can't have a physique goal, but just be mindful. Like if you're getting really in that headspace where you're stuck in it and you're thinking about it all the time and you're body checking and you're looking at this and you're looking at that and it's it's getting in the way a little bit, try setting some performance-based goals where it's not actually about your physique. That will take care of itself, right? Focus in on the stuff that you can enjoy and look at how your performance is improving and how your fitness is improving and What that will do is just give your brain a little bit of a rest from being focused on your body all of the time. And just giving yourself that extra headspace can do wonders for fostering a better body image. So to recap, the first point, accept, accept that you are not always going to love your body and it's okay if you don't. Second thing, you can appreciate it. You don't have to love it. You don't have to pretend to love it. You don't have to pretend to like it. But I bet you can still find things to appreciate about your body. Everyone can find something to appreciate, even if they don't love what they see. And the third thing, set some performance-based goals, right? Take the focus off everything being about your physique, even if it's about getting stronger and building muscle, right? I don't say that in terms of getting stronger, I'm trying to say don't make it all about, you know, building a certain amount of muscle because you've stopped focusing on getting smaller, right? make it about strength make it about what numbers am I gonna lift in the gym today am I gonna be able to get another rep here today you know can I focus on you know my fitness improving and what I can do now in my body and just by doing that you're going to give yourself so much more headspace. and do you know what I'm going to probably turn this into a two-parter because I have got three more points and um I think you're going to find it really interesting. I've also got a couple of practical tools that I'm going to share with you once I've gone through episode two on this. So I hope that you find found it helpful and any questions as always, you know where to find me. All of the details are in the show notes and I will see you for episode two um, on body image.